was a teenage wedding and the old folks wished him well. You could see that Pierre did truly love the mademoiselle. And now the young monsieur and madame have rung the chapel bell. C'est la vie, c'est the old folks, it goes to show you never can tell. This is In the Know for Thursday, April 29, the 119th day of 2021. There are 246 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. It is Thurby. How much of your Thurby will it rain for? The countdown is on. Some flooding yesterday afternoon causing some concerns and just kind of a blah day. But we'll rank your derby horses by name. Something to look forward to. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left. Rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Do you have uh, do you have quarantine brain? Possibly. Have you felt like you've been just in flux, stuck, not sure if you're coming or going or like for the, a while? Yeah, that's like a normal state of mind for me. Don't panic if you've been feeling foggy, exhausted, confused, or unmotivated over the past year while barely leaving home. Quarantine brain is something many of us have had. It's simply our brain's way of coping with and processing everything that's going on in the world right now. So it's okay to feel that way. Fair okay. enough. All right, give your give yourself a break. It's a Thursday, and we say good morning over there to the uh, new host of Shop Local Litchfield, Mrs. Uh, Miss Elizabeth Moodadier. Good morning. Good, good morning. I'm sorry, I'm just puzzled. <laughs> I I placated you. I obliged you. I gave it a try. You, I, we said last week you don't get to pick your own walk-up music, and so I said, when you said conga, I said, why in the world would anyone, especially a thirty-year-old, pick conga as their walk-up music? Because this song, regardless of what your mood is, how does this not make you happy and want to dance? Of all the songs and all the notes in the world, I told you my second option. You didn't like it. No, you can't do "Whoop." There it is. Either that's too that's that's overdone in the. It's, it's still a good song. I'm not saying it's not a good song, <laughs> but it's just uh, I, I don't I don't know. Those so. are my two happy songs. All right, so so I tried it. Fair enough. You did. You tried. I, I tried Thank it. Thank you. And there you, there you go. <laughs> I don't think we're going to try that again. Okay. We tried the Statler Brothers, Elizabeth. Epic and you didn't fail. like that. <laughs> we tried conga, and I, I, that didn't work. So we got to we got to figure out something else. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Flash flood watch today. Four 
portions of the region, especially closer to Louisville. And as we get uh, further to the southeast of Louisville is where you're more likely to see flash flooding. But we certainly saw some flash flooding yesterday. And we'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, you'll see uh, heavy rain, possibly some storms today, a high of 75. We'll see some scattered showers in 52 tonight. For your Oaks Day, a high of 72, but rain moving out. So if we can get through later this afternoon, things start to uh, look a whole lot uh, look a whole lot better. And then your Derby Day continues to look better as well. Just a few passing clouds and highs in the low 70s. Probably can't ask for better than that. I guess there's a chance if you were going to the track and you were wearing maybe something sleeveless, you might think there's a chance with a little wind, you might be a little cool, but I think 72, 74 is going to be uh, ideal. Also need to pass along to you this morning that the um, US 62 between Litchfield and Clarkson was closed for a while this morning and for a detour due to a, an accident that they are reconstructing, in my understanding, a very serious accident. But the transportation cabinet was uh, detouring via 88, 1214, uh, 3155, which is the bypass. But just uh, literally one minute before the show started, uh, Chris Jesse, our friend with the transportation cabinet, messaged me to say that US 62 is now open and we'll be awaiting for uh, details for the uh, for that accident coming forward. Uh, I mentioned flash flooding yesterday. There was a, an attempted water rescue that was called off or at least aborted just south of Litchfield yesterday. A water rescue by the LFD was aborted yesterday afternoon after a man who drove through high water and became stuck on a bridge on Buckhorn Lake refused to get into the rescue boat. Uh, yesterday afternoon, about 440, the LFD was dispatched to Buckhorn Lane near the intersection with Anetta Road where uh, Eddie Joyce of Litchfield had become reportedly become stranded just short of a bridge and between two rising, rapidly moving rivers, quote-unquote, of of water. After uh, LFD got there, launched uh, boats to be able to uh, trek over and retrieve him, but he declined to get in the boat. I read a subsequent um, accounting later that said that an, a bypasser had called it in and said that he was trapped when he, he, he said that he wasn't trapped. He was just waiting for the water's to recede. So he hadn't called for help and didn't feel like he was trapped. But, you know, if you go by there and you see a man trapped between two rising quote unquote rivers of water, then I think that um, you would hope someone would call. So maybe the situation wasn't as dire as it seemed, but good to know that LFD was at the ready to be able to um, help. But, you know, through that area of Bear Creek, um, whether it's Bloomington Road or whether it's Taylor Fork Road that has a new bridge. They're also doing some modifications to 259 with some new uh, rocks and work down there. But when you go through and you change, whether it's ditching or if you uh, pave a new road or you, it changes the way that the water runs and you might get a little different experience. When you get one of those once-in-a-while rains like you had yesterday, it exposes changes that have been made to the topography, which might make flash flooding different than it might have historically been. Um, I think Bloomington Road has a new bridge since we've had a once-in-a-while once in type of rain. And then also I can, uh, can account as an eyewitness yesterday, it was interesting to see Taylor Fork Road's bridge up above the water yesterday because it's new. The old bridge would have been underwater yesterday afternoon, but the uh, new bridge was above water. So it's good to see. I don't want to see it rain that much again today. Nor do I. But uh, it certainly 
Certainly could. You all watch the president last night? I know the answer for one of you is no. <laughs> I did uh, not. Uh, you feel sorry that you missed it, or are you just relying upon news reports? We'll go with the latter. We'll go with the <laughs> You're latter. relying upon the news report? No, I saw it was on last night, and honestly, it was a very long day for me, and so I just I wasn't going to tune in. I figured I'd catch it this morning. We set the over-under on gaffes at 15. I've not seen the official report yet, but there were several mumbles in there. He got He got a little tangled up. Uh, between the 20th and the 21st century when he was talking about educational opportunities uh, and, and things that happened in the 20th century, but then the 21st, and it's always tricky because the 2000s are the 21st, but the, the 1900s are the 20th century, and it's it's confusing. I was told there would be no math, so I can see where it was a slippery slope for uh, the president there, but he was trying to make a case for adding four years of preschool, four years of additional school, public education, to our students, to our young people. And so they want to tack on two years in the beginning and they want to tack on two years in the end, basically paying for the same way that you go to the ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th grades. We want you to go on to the 13th and 14th grades and get your associate's degree on the public school dime, if you will. And then they want to add two years of preschool. Now, I can you know, I can see I can see benefits and I can see certainly uh problems with this. If you I know for us, you know, we've had a recent 3-year-old and a 4-year-old and now a 5-year-old and a lot of her 3-year and 4-year-old years have been spent in education and being educated on many different things, whether it's writing, it's coloring, it's vocabulary, it's outdoors, it's all kinds of different things that she's been exposed to that are readying her for kindergarten when she gets there. But unfortunately, in some of the areas where we live, not all children have those same opportunities Mm -hmm. to be able to have that preparation, that foundational learning that they need to go on and be successful. And so... It, you almost can't treat, treat it uh, globally, and as I, you hear me say a lot, there's not a one-size-fits-all solution, but m- should it be mandatory? Should you make three- and four-year-olds go to preschool? Is that what they're going to try and, and dictate, or are we going to try and maintain the Head Start model? Are we going to – I don't know where those – I don't know where those details are. But the one – I guess one issue that I would challenge the president on is he was trying to make a case that we've been on the leading edge of education. Like, we've been turning out students who are competing globally better than other students, and I think, nope, no, we're not. No. <laughs> I mean, we're if, – if you look at other portions of the world – they certainly had the drop on the United States of America on cranking out what I would, what I feel are the best and the brightest types of students, and I'm for getting back on that level. But don't don't try and tell me that we have been the leader, but the others are catching up. No, we're playing from behind right now, and I'm okay. But let's just be honest about it. Let's yeah. let's do better. But don't try and tell me that we're everybody's following us because they're not. No. Big negative on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. America is rising anew, is what he said. It was a historic moment when he turned around and said, Madam Vice President and Madam Speaker, I thought that was good to see. He was the first president to ever stand in the dais, on the dais, and turn around and utter those words. And so it was a, it was a historical moment and, and good. I can respect him for that. I was, I was following along with Sassy with Massey. You all know I like Thomas Massey. He's 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 a bit eccentric sometimes, but 
he likes to live tweet as a congressperson. He was live tweeting during the – and so it, some of the things he had to say was made me chuckle. But he said that, that Speaker Pelosi had passed a rule that anyone in the chamber not wearing a mask was going to be fined $500. And he wondered if she had fined Joe $500 because <laughs> President Biden was not wearing a mask. That's a good question. Great question. If you have to wear a mask, then – I don't know. 747 new COVID-19 cases confirmed in Kentucky yesterday over the previous 24 hours. Brings our total to 442,618. The rolling seven-day positivity rate fell from 3.17 to 3.11, so headed back in a uh, better direction. Patients on ventilators rose by 18 people to 59 yesterday. 1.742 million vaccinations administered seeing some red again on portions of the map but primarily in northeastern kentucky bath montgomery powell morgan lewis counties but todd and monroe also in the red but uh grayson ohio harden hart in the yellow um category so that's good staying out of the orange is important and then a couple of spots of green Green is good to see. Green means go. Yeah. Especially at traffic lights. There's a public service announcement for the day. (laughs) Turns green, go. In case you didn't know. Don't sit there and think about it. (laughs) Don't sit there and go, now what do I do? React accordingly. Be ready. We're playing playing ready driving. It's like ready golf. You ready? Hit it. You ready? (laughs) Drive. Go. A huge blaze has destroyed a mobile home near Millwood and unfortunately killed three dogs. The Caneyville and Litchfield Fire Departments responded to the blaze on Watershed Road about 1 o'clock this morning. Firefighters found the mobile home fully engulfed in flames, battling the blaze for about an uh, over an hour. The home was destroyed. The occupants were not at the residence at the time of the fire, and uh, it was uh, locked, and they were not able to uh, save the animals. Uh, Litchfield Fire Chief Tim Duvall said the fire possibly started at the breaker box. So that's uh, the official early word from the fire chief, So, but I'm sure they'll be doing an investigation on that. Didn't get a chance to share with you yesterday a story from K105.com, but uh, making the rounds at uh, in the Associated Press and some of the national news that a Western Kentucky priest accused of sexually abusing two minors has been reinstated by the Vatican, but remains from banned from entering schools for five years. The Diocese of Owensboro announced Monday that uh, Father Joseph Edward Bradley could resume priestly duties after the Vatican overrode a 2019 recommendation from the Owensboro Bishop, that he be permanently suspended. According to a statement from the uh, diocese, Bradley served in a leadership role at Owensboro Catholic High School in the 1980s. His priesthood was suspended in the spring of 2019 after the diocese received two reports against him stemming from his time at the school. When I saw this release come in, the diocese sent us the release on Monday, and I just noticed it and thought... you know, I, I'm not not a Catholic. I don't I don't have a relationship or a history with Father Bradley, except I know that he was involved uh, with the UK basketball team at the time that uh, Rick Pitino was the coach there. So I don't have an opinion on the matter. I know this is a very uh, complex and can be a a hurtful issue and can draw lots of emotions. So uh, my comment that I made to Ken Howitt was, I guess I would just be interested to see how Catholics who have, you know, how they react to this news. Is it is it good news? Is it bad news? Is it uh, just continuing to spotlight things that are hurtful and harmful? Uh, I don't know. But obviously, Father Bradley has, you know, ties to Grayson County as well. Two Grayson County high school students have been selected uh, to participate 
in the Kentucky Governor Scholars Program. The uh, juniors Jenna Lucas and Chase Richardson were chosen from thousands of students to take part in the prestigious summer program. Uh, Michaela Clemens, Zoe Coles, Ellie Evans, and Carly Tilford were selected as alternates. So that's a very prestigious program, and congratulations uh, to them. In kind of a similar news, they are expanding the GSP program in Kentucky. The state education department is directing $75,000 of federal funds per year towards supporting an expansion in 21, 22, and 23 I think that's going to enable 30 more students to be able to be governor scholar. Was that like a five-week program? I think Some, it's five or six weeks. Yeah, like I think so. Yeah. And all, all the smart kids always got to do that. I never got to. The governor didn't know my name except for future troublemaker. So that's, I was certainly not. I was not on the, the governor's scholar list. I think both of my uncles were, now that I think about it. Probably. They probably yeah. were. Th- those are the people I'm talking about. <laughs> they probably were. The, the smart kids. Yeah. Although, don't forget, most studious eighth grade right here. Bring a cookie for him next week <laughs> to celebrate. <laughs> well, you're new to the show, but it's well known that I was most studious in the eighth grade. So <laughs> tell the Reed twins to take that. Oh, were they yeah. most studious? Did they have to share the honor? I will tell one of them today <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I guess that would be... I guess that would be a good question. What would the Reed twins do on most studious? Are they co-most studious or I, I don't know. They'd fight over it. I didn't, have exactly to fight with any, I didn't have to fight with anyone over the trophy. <laughs> and to be clear, I was just as shocked as everyone else. <laughs> without, uh, without a doubt. And then as uh, SpaceX uh, gets ready to bring a crew home for the International Space Station, they'll be leaving... Uh, tomorrow and be returning to Earth on Saturday morning. So I'm uh, kind of keeping track with that. I like to see those uh, flights to and from. We did learn that astronaut Michael Collins, who was the Apollo 11 pilot, uh, died uh, as a relation to cancer at age of 90, so uh, long life. But uh, his family said in a statement, Mike always faced the challenges of life with grace and humility and faced this, his final challenge, in the same way. So big fan of space travel and uh, love astronauts and all things NASA and those things. So uh, Michael Collins goes on in. So uh, rest in peace to him. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. We've got the weekend funny tweets. Also, we will break down derby horses by name, tell you why or why you should not pick them. So we got that and a whole lot more coming up still here on In the Know. Hang around. Today is Zipper Day. I think we under underappreciate zippers. I think we take them for granted. I'm a fan. Like, if you ever had to wear button claw jeans, yeah. <laughs> like, you appreciate a zipper. I'm glad those of us growing up in the <laughs> 80s realized that button fly was an option, but it was just a stylistic option. It was not a have to. Thank goodness. <laughs> it's Shrimp Scampi Day today. I can get on board with that one. I'm not, not against shrimp or scampi. And together, they're they're not like peanut and butter and chocolate together. What makes scampi? What is scampi? Pasta? Or is it a particular style? I mean, I know what... I've had it. I just don't know. It's like, oh, well, there's scampi. There's, throw some scampi over here. I've never said that. 
I've never said scampi without it being predicated by shrimp. Can you have other? Can you have tuna scampi? That I'm, doesn't sound nearly that as good. Doesn't sound appealing at all. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound good at all. It is also viral video day today. Do you know the most viewed viral video on YouTube? I don't. Is it a cat video? Oh, yes, you do. You I just, do? You're just not able to identify it at this moment. Is it okay. a cat video? It is not. It's the baby shark dance. Oh, oh, oh. dear. 8.37 billion views, and I think we're responsible for maybe about a half a billion of those. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh. Uh, number two is Despacito, Luis Fonte and uh, Daddy Yankee at 7.31 billion. Ed Sheeran, Shape of You. Johnny, Johnny, Yes, Papa by the Lulu Kids at number four. Never heard about it. And no clue. That's shocking. I, I, I hope that that's clean. It's not You would think to vulgar. be that highly know. ranked. One of us would have heard you of it. You would think. Right? So I'm not sure who's watching it, but it's not us. No. See you again, Wiz Khalifa at 5.07 views. Masha and the Bear. Recipe for it is, it's a Russian children's cartoon at number six. Uptown Funk at seven. Gangnam Style at eight. Learning Colors by Colorful Eggs on a Farm at number nine. And The Bath Song at number 10. It's an educational song, but I don't know that either. Well, Masha and the Bear are on, um, I don't know if it's PBS or what. Masha and the Bear, we've actually, lately and I, we've watched that before. You have seen Masha yes. and the Bear? Yes. <laughs> All right, very good. Also, the Weekend Funny Tweets, a uh, short list of those that I was able to procure this week. The, these are, the, this is the Weekend Funny Tweets from women. Even better. You all are representing. Bring it on. The, <laughs> I don't know what to call the, you all broadly as a group. Female funny tweets. You can get, you can get into some trouble these days. Uh, seven. I don't know who seven is, but she says, I do skincare, but my skin doesn't care. You ever have that happen to you? You treat your skin very well, but it doesn't treat you well. Well, sometimes it has its own mind. I can see that. Hertz says, can you multitask? Yeah, I can listen, ignore, and forget all at the same time. Now that one, I get. Got it. Can relate to that one. <laughs> uh, Akila Green says, parents love to break the news to you that someone you don't know has passed away. Hmm. Parents can do that sometimes. And a girl emoji says, my toxic trait is saying to myself, it's only $20, 1,700 times a week. You can $20 yourself to the, the poorhouse. That's right. And Karen Chi says, this decade will also be known as the Roaring Twenties, but this time due to me screaming. I hope the fashion doesn't come back. I don't want to see the Roaring Twenties flapper girl fashion. Ooh. I don't well, really. Maybe for a week. I could do a week of it. Just for sure, fun. Sure. Like if it was a day at school. Yes. Like for homecoming mm -hmm. week. We're going to do yeah. Roaring Twenties Day. Sure. But not as an everyday no, type of thing. No, not every day. A little much. That would not work. I heard. Uh, so Elizabeth, if you don't know Elizabeth Moodedeer, she's uh our new guest co-host is sitting in this morning, and uh, she's also the host of Shop Local Litchfield. And I heard something troubling yesterday that I just need to go ahead and address. All right. I feel like the audience is uh, is owed an explanation. Okay. I think we just better go ahead and get it addressed from the jump. Okay. You're afraid of chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I, it, was, it was mentioned in passing as kind of a blurb. 
And I did not stop to investigate or drill down on it at the time. I was en route to something else. You're not including the other two things I'm terrified of. I'll let you frame it. You're, okay. you're afraid of it's chickens not, and... It's not that I'm just scared. Legitimately terrified of three creatures. Okay? okay. Snakes, which most people can relate to. Chickens. And turkeys. And turkeys. And turkeys. So two... <laughs> two Two members of the fowl family. I really don't like geese either, if I'm being honest about it. All right, so now we're at, now we're at three, or yeah. maybe we're broadening to, to poultry. I think poultry is a, a good way to put it. All I right, just so, don't like them. All right, now I really need to unpack this a little oh, bit. well, there's even fun though, stories. Even though, I mean, we need to get to the derby thing, and I hope you're not afraid of horses, because nope. we're going to talk about some here in a second. But, so, um, I had an, a specific event in my life that led to led me to not being very fond of the old no-shoulders, the old Satan's hand puppet, the old Slytherin sneaky snake, right? I don't, I had a specific thing that led me to feeling the way that I do. And I hate to say that I hate them because I'm not supposed to use the word hate, but I, we don't favor one another. No. Well, they may favor me more than I favor them. But how can you not like chickens? Because they're mean. They can be really mean, okay? I've been chased by a turkey, actually a turkey foot, not the whole turkey, just the turkey foot. We Wait, won't even get into I was that say, story. Can we save that till next we Thursday? We won't even get into that story. Okay, all right. Chickens, I was flogged by a chicken one time, Okay. and that was just traumatizing. All right. Um, snakes, that's just, they just are, mm-mm, we're not friends. Okay. We are not friends. We're never going to be friends. I can handle a, a like the geese. You know, ducks are okay. I frequent the the park, the city park, almost every day. If it's pretty outside, I'm at the park at some point. Taking your life into your own hands, apparently. Me and the geese have this understanding that I go really far away from them. I don't care if that means I have to go in the grass to walk around them. I just. (laughs) (laughs) But if I see a snake and I'm, let's just say I'm with someone, you're on your own. I am running probably in the opposite direction very quickly, and I will see you when we catch up. You're on your own. Chicken little. Thank you, you mother. Your very own mother. <laughs> Thank you, mother. Right. I love yes. it. When right. moms listen, always. Oh, yeah. I got to hear, I, I must hear next week how you got chased by a turkey foot. That also goes into the archery story, too. Not, not the beard, not the not the wing, just not the, the feathers, not the plume. Just the foot. Just the foot. I've heard of, ch- of chickens running oh. around without portions of their body attached, but I don't know how a, how a turkey, I don't, I don't know how it happens. Awful. How do you feel about horses? Are you all Love right horses. with horses? Okay. Love horses. Good to hear because otherwise this next segment was going to be very painful <laughs> for, for you. We've been able to categorize <laughs> the horses of the 147th running of the Kentucky Derby by name to maybe come up with the best name. If you just want to, I heard you say, Elizabeth, last hour that you choose them based upon what name and how pretty they are. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, pretty Pretty is in the eye of the of the beholder. You could have a gray. You could have a... It's always worked out pretty well for me, so... Have you looked at horses, though, and said, that one's ugly? Well, they're, they're just not as pretty as the others. All right. That's well, fair. Let's start with helium. Helium is the is the name of all the 20 horses in the derby that it's too light. Helium will float away. Number yeah. 19, keep me in mind. Hmm. Keep me in mind. Can we get some spaces in there? I don't like the run-on horse names. Yeah. Those make me a little bit uncomfortable. Then there's Like the King. Like the King is a long shot at 50 to 1 coming out of gate 2. 
I want the actual king. Don't don't give me an imposter that's similar to the king. If I want a horse, (laughs) I want it to be kingly. I want it to be I want it to be royal. Uh, Highly motivated. I'm good with effort, but I'd really have I'd rather have really athletic. If it's a horse race that we're, I wouldn't be picking any of these currently. You wouldn't? No, not so far. No. Known agenda. Mm, sounds sketchy. I don't know. It removes any excitement or mystery if it's all yeah. known and we know the agenda. It's just it's out there. It just makes me uncomfortable. No thanks. Superstock. That name bothers me because it sounds like those guys that call and try and sell you stock. You know, they asked to talk to me on the phone. I got a hot tip. Made me you think should, of a bodybuilder. You should buy, 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 and I'm not. <laughs> no, I went somewhere totally different. Like stock, as in, like when you raise or oh. like, right? Okay. So you're stocking cattle or horses or whatever. So livestock. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, at 14, the 14th worst name is the uh, horse that I picked yesterday. Rock your world. <laughs> I think if you have to claim to do it, that maybe you're not capable of. Yeah. It. Uh, number 13, sainthood. Not mm. when it comes to a horse race. I need a horse that can get down and dirty. <laughs> right? Like it doesn't, not afraid to get a little muddy. It could be a wet track. Don't give me, I'm not interested in sainthood when it comes to a horse. Just win. Go, baby, go. Uh, at number 12, Obesos. So I wondered about this yesterday. I thought, does Amazon own this horse or what is it? Bezos are kisses in Spanish. So, this is a battle. This is not. I don't. I don't. Sounds like a dainty horse. I, I don't. Exactly. I don't think. Yeah, I agree with that. If this were the Oaks, that would be different. I might be on board with that name. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't dirty. think I want a Casanova horse. I just no. uh, just give me a just give me at number eleven dynamic one. Uh, all right, we're getting a little better with dynamic one, but I'd rather have really fast one. I just am not liking any of these things. Where did they come up with these? All right, number 10. Maybe we're onto something here. I heard it yesterday, and I kind of liked it. Hidden stash. All right, there's a little mystery here. It's a little sketchy. Maybe in a good way. Exactly, but it's the opposite of sainthood. Maybe they have like an accelerator here that we're we're hiding from everyone. Okay. I might consider that one. Medina spirit, Medina spirit. I don't, except for the funky cold, I'm not really into the Medina. (laughs) No. Uh, Mandaloon or Mandaloon, it's an ornate window. I, no, thank no. you. No. Mm. I mean, I'm liking it a little bit more because it's a name I didn't know. I didn't know what the what that word meant, so I feel just a touch better. Uh, at seven and six, we're putting the George Lindsay picked horses, Bourbonic and uh, Midnight Bourbon. So Bourbon at Midnight. I could be on board with that. <laughs> uh, hopefully, you don't have to get up and go to work the yeah. next day. <laughs> Uh, at number five, essential quality. All right. Essential makes it feel important. I got it. I'm okay. Just just name it essential. Then. Getting a little bit better. Um, Brooklyn Strong. It's kind mm-hmm. of a it's kind of a forward sounding name. Mm-hmm. Um, soup and sandwich. Now, if George Costanza was naming a horse, this would be it. I'm Remember, sorry. I, I love this one so much. I can <laughs> name it the lunchbox. Remember when the episode <laughs> when it when George says, "You ready, Jerry? Soup and sandwich. It's the perfect combination. It's good. 
Uh, King Fury at number two. That sounds like a horse that could win. Listen, with two. all of these options that we've had, and that's one of the better ones. I mean, yes, King yeah. Fury. That sounds like oh, get ready. Here comes. This is not like a king. That makes this me is, think hot out of the gate. This is King Fury. Yeah. Right, come charging out of the gate. You can you can just hear it being called, and down the stretch they come. It's King Fury by three links. You really missed yes, your calling there. I know that I right. did. Um, <laughs> and I'm also thinking, though, the longer I think, and I was already on to this, you had a guest last hour, Elizabeth, the horse racing expert, who said, don't sleep on Hot Rod Charlie. And I think, Hot Rod Charlie is kind of an awesome horse yeah. name. I do like that one. That is a great name. So, if I had yeah. to pick a top, that's going to be my number one pick. I've come to the conclusion that the best horse name is Hot Rod Charlie. I don't know the Hot Rod Charlie's going to win, but Maybe he's, on, does, he's but... on my radar right now. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Did you know giraffes are the only vertebrates, the only vertebrate animals that can't yawn or that don't yawn? I did know that because that is my favorite animal. How do they know when they're getting sleepy? Well, they sleep. Like Their sleep pattern is really crazy. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it, it's really crazy. I think they just stand up and sleep. More often than they're awake. Hmm. I'd have to look it up. Have you ever seen a giraffe act like an ostrich? <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be funny to see, though, wouldn't it? It would. <laughs> I mean, uh, it'd be all right. Uh, I was reminded, so a couple things uh, from last segment. Uh, one, that video, uh, John John... John Brown's baby has a cold upon his chest or whatever that we were talking about. Uh, gets the Mary Lynn Green, Will Brown seal of approval. She says it's fine, it's clean, and it's a big hit with uh, her grandson. And then also um, super stock, rather than, rather than thinking of it like in stockbroker terms, my dad says that super stock is a class at the uh, drag races. So... It's, a, okay. it's its own category or class that if you look at it that way, then Superstock might be a better horse name because you think. Vroom, vroom. I'm good with that one now. Yeah, so, me now too. With that like understanding. Those, yeah. Right. I like that. But good to know. Fun maybe, fact of the day. But, you know, so those people that call with the penny stocks and buy this and buy <laughs> that and all that, it's just, uh, it's, it's difficult. Uh, the NFL draft is tonight. And um, a lot of lives will be changed tonight in presumably positive ways. Uh, lots of young men from not only in particular for me, I'm of interest of the University of Kentucky, but of course, for other uh, institutions and universities around the country, too. The draft is being held in Cleveland, not exactly like normal, but closer to normal there. They will be in person and Roger Goodell will be interacting with them when they come to the stage. But uh, be interested to see how our University of Kentucky football players do. In particular, uh, local fave uh, Landon Young. There's a video that the uh, UK network put out yesterday of uh, Landon in preparation, showing some of his 
uh, skills at the combine or at pro day. And so anyway, I just really looking forward to the, he, he's going to probably go in a later round, but that might not be, if you're going to go in a later round, sometimes it's better to go undrafted because then you're driving your own bus mm-hmm. a little bit better so you can make a roster. And he has certainly the, the skill and the talent to make a roster and be a professional if that's what he chooses to do. But anyway, we'll be interested to see that, uh, how that happens tonight and how that uh, turns out. Long ago, well, not long ago, it hasn't been that long ago on the NFL draft day, Kentucky football fans said, what else is on? Because nobody we know is going to be mentioned, or at least not very many people that we know is going to be mentioned. HBO Max launching a new ad-supported version, and it will be discounted, running you $10 a month. If you don't have an HBO Max subscription and you don't want the complete premium version, you can buy a hybrid version that gives you access but also has advertising included and costs you $10 a month. So many streaming options. Right. When you add them back up, though, they still don't come up to your DirecTV bill, I'll bet. No, probably not. At least not our DirecTV bill. Yeah. That's a whole other topic. You could finance a small country <laughs> with our DirecTV bill. But we're just out of options. Yeah. We don't have any broadband where we live and... So, uh, check out which Disney songs American Idol's top ten will sing. The American Idol crew spent last week at Walt Disney World. They're back in California and preparing for, they were off last week because of the Oscars. You will be able to hear A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. I don't know who's singing what. That's kind of what I was hoping for. Uh, Remember Me from Coco, Real Gone from Cars. You can almost look at the songs and know which artists might be singing them. What is Coco? I've totally missed this. You don't know Coco? You can Coco? tell I don't have children. <laughs> uh, it's what, Dia de las Muertas? It's about the Mexican uh, holiday. Okay. De, Dias de las Muertas. Okay, I think that's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's, not a, it's a pretty good movie. I will tell you that if you've not seen it, if you've got kids that age, you probably have and you've already had to decide. The theme is a little complex, to, and I understand the... Mortal versus mortality, and then what happens after you know you okay. leave this earth and all that. It's a little. It's not one of my favorites at all. It's not one of my favorites. Um, the Andersons that did the Frozen soundtrack, though, also did this soundtrack. So it's very it's very melodic. Okay, but it. Um, I don't think I'm going to tune into it. I, I with will, our little preview up I, there, I will say. Don't let Coco necessarily give your child their foundation as far as afterlife and yeah. things like that. That's okay. Is that fair to say? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've seen it the one time. Not a big fan. Um, well, I don't think we need to leave all parenting up to to Disney. Anyways, right. You right. know, clearly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's let church take care of that yeah. part, and then yeah. let's mm-hmm. let Disney entertain us and make us yeah. laugh and sing songs. Why don't we? Why don't we do that? Y'all want to do that? Yeah, I let's, think it let's do that. Great. Let's go. Okay, we'll be leaving in a couple minutes, so let's let's get ready to go. <laughs> uh, when she loved me from Toy Story two, go the distance from Hercules, baby mine from Dumbo, when you wish upon a star from Pinocchio, into the unknown Frozen two. Oh dear. So which of the powerhouses is going to be doing that one? There's a Frozen two. Oh no. Oh. What? I did not know this. Not oh. a Frozen fan. Yeah. Oh, honey. That oh. song. <laughs> Tarzan, You'll Be In My Heart. Phil Collins did that originally. And then The Lion King, Circle of Life. So it airs starting at 7 o'clock, and I'm still all in. I'm even voting. 
I, she doesn't even have to perform. I'm opening my American Idol app, and I'm just voting ten times for Alyssa Ray. It doesn't matter what she does. I we want her to win. Her. She's from she Kentucky. She is wonderful. So she's uh, very talented. Yeah, uh, there are going to be some really tremendous things ahead yeah. for her. And uh, <laughs> oh, you can read about this online, but there is a lady. I don't know where it went. They due to a birth certificate mix-up. Somebody named their kid Corn, like the band, K O R N, not even like the vegetable. No, I'm aware of Corn. K O, yeah, due to a birth certificate, it was supposed to be Cora, K O R A, <laughs> and it got documented as as Corn. Yeah, yeah. I foresee a name change in this person's future. <laughs> and then, Melania Trump turned 51 yesterday. So I was just thinking about she she blew out all the candles. She closed her eyes and made a wish. Imagine the look on her face when she opened her eyes and looked to her left and went, oh, still here. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to get to a break. Point to ponder, pearl of wisdom, chart toppers, and more coming up here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Why are toenail clippers so much bigger than fingernail clippers when toenails are smaller than fingernails except for the big toe? I told you I have a feet story. Not telling it yet. I don't want to hear it One today. of these days. One of these days? One of these days. Right, so does anyone have a practical reason for why toenail mm-hmm. clippers are bigger? Uh, other than the big toe, I'm with you. I, I really don't Maybe have... your toenails are, are stronger and you need a, a bigger force to, to clip them. Maybe. Why are we catering to 5% of our digits? <laughs> I mean, the one big toe. Well, actually, I guess it would be higher than that because you got two big toes. But... <laughs> 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 so it would be 10% of your digits because you got two big toes. But I don't, like, I just don't. I've never seen, well, I mean, mm, I've only a couple times seen usefulness of the big toenail clippers. Right, for cutting tags off of clothes and things like that. It's not. It's not. Multifunctional. Yeah. It's not for your toe. If I used toenail clippers, I think I would end up losing a finger or a toe. Yeah, you probably would. Yeah. I can't wait to tell you all my story. It's going to be so fun. Are you sure you want it out there? I mean, no, it's a fairly well-known fact, so it's okay. All right. I'm good with it. On television tonight, you will be able to. <laughs> I think I know it. Is this the the towing people again? Are you watching that? Are we... Oh, <laughs> we are. Yes, we're watching it. Well, I mean, she doesn't have to. She's she's not. Take a nap. <laughs> She's not restrained or anything. Like, you have to lay her and watch this. On ABC tonight, coverage of the first round of the NFL draft from Cleveland. On Fox, the premiere of a satirical puppet series called Let's Be Real. But on the CW, you can watch a special on William and Kate's royal anniversary. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge wed 10 years ago today. I right, Happy then. anniversary. I right, then. 
Today's highlight in history, this date in 1992, a jury in Simi Valley, California, acquitted four L.A. police officers in the Rodney King uh, situation. I don't know what to call it. I don't know how, I don't know how to properly call that. I mean, there was a beating involved, without a doubt, but I don't know if that fully covers it or not. In 1967, Aretha Franklin's cover of Otis Redding's Respect was released by Atlantic Records. ABC's Wide World of Sports premiered with Jim McKay as the host this date in 1961. Yeah. The Agony of Defeat. Birthdays today. Uh, Willie Nelson is uh, like... 88 today, I saw on another sheet that I was looking at. Uh, Dwayne Allen from the Oak Ridge Boys is 78 today. Tommy James is 74. Jerry Seinfeld is 67 today. Wow. Oh, wow. I wouldn't have guessed he was that age. Seinfeld has sneakily gotten older. Yeah, when I, I didn't, mean, that you know, he was older. He was older when his sitcom hit. You know, he'd been a successful stand-up comedian for a long time, uh, traveling the circuit. But he's 67 and doesn't look it. Leslie Jordan is 66. What? You just made that up. No. Leslie Jordan, who looks, he looks like 86, yes. <laughs> is 66. And Jerry Seinfeld, who is 67 and looks 47. Wow. Mich- Leslie Jordan is on that new uh, Mayim Bialik show that's set in Louisville. He's one of my favorite people. He's He's funny, without a doubt. There's no doubt. Michelle Pfeiffer is 63. Eve Plum, that effeminate Southerner, Mm -hmm. that character that he does is just, I don't know, makes me laugh. Eve Plum is 63. Carney Wilson is 53. Uma Thurman is 51 today. You all wondered why we started with Pulp Fiction today. It's because Uma Thurman turns 51. Now we know. Andre Agassi is 51 today. Gone but not forgotten. Who are we celebrating? Y'all got any birthdays you need to include on anything for today? Not today. Okay. I don't think so. Fresh out. William Randolph Hearst, born this day in 1863. Duke Ellington, born in 1899. Hirohito, Japan's longest serving emperor, was born this day in 1901. No, you all are big Hirohito fans. Good to know. Uh, Dale Earnhardt was born this date in 1951. So, Dale Earnhardt would have been 70 today. Mm-hmm. Let's go to chart toppers. 1959. This reminds me, you're going to get to dust off uh, all my derby music for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. My sound effects and my, my derby calls and he Tom T. That. Hall's Faster Horses and... It's going to be so much fun. Uh, Elizabeth, I don't think you're going to be here tomorrow, but you'll need to get your derby pick in the official record. Okay. So you have until tomorrow, but you gotta you got to get in the record. George Jones, number one. I mean, I don't assume you know now. No? You want some time to take on it? All right. White Lightning, number one, this day, 1959. This is my favorite part of the show. What's your favorite part of the show? Chart toppers. Chart toppers? Okay. Now, not all of them are good. (laughs) No, they're not. No, but but I don't control who topped the charts. I didn't make the charts. I'm I'm only representing the charts. Lady Madonna, the Beatles, number one in 1968. Respect the Beatles, do not like the song. Hmm. 
Got a problem with Lady Madonna? Just not a fan of the song. Friday night arrives without a suitcase. I know why you don't. Really? There's a portion of this song that sounds like chickens balking. <laughs> there is. You don't believe me? Just wait. I'll get to it. <laughs> Remember that part? You all will never look at a chicken the same. You're welcome. In the bridge. The bridge of this song, they sound like chickens balking. Oh, my. Next. Are you trying to induce PTSD over here? <laughs> Uh, that was serendipitous. <clears throat> the beautiful thing about that is none of that was a setup. No. <laughs> it was all completely organic. Let's go to 1977. Glenn Campbell was number one with Southern Nights. Have you ever felt a The younger kids know this from Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. I just know it from Glenn Campbell. <laughs> Right. I don't think I'm considered one of the younger kids anymore. It's surprising, though, how many songs that were from the 70s and the 80s that reappeared on the Guardians of the Galaxy version, you know, volume one, two, three, and four, that otherwise people would not know them in this day and age. Let's go to 1986. I don't think this ever ended up on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. But the Pet Shop Boys were number one with West End Girls. This date in 86. Call the police with a madman around. I never knew what he said. West in town of yeah. was Tannenbaum. What's Can't Tannenbaum? Get past his hair. Eastern boys and Western girls. I don't. They're awfully British. This is how we do. Uh-huh. 1995, Montel Jordan, number one. How you get them going at the wedding reception? <laughs> when the sun goes down, Kenny Chesney, Uncle Cracker in 04, and eight years ago today, FGL number one with Cruise. All right, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. You all ready for it? Sure. All right, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. To see what is right and not do it is a lack of courage. To see what is right and not do it is a lack of courage. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Elizabeth Mutadir, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky, WKHG Litchfield, Kentucky, USA, 104.9 FM.